the Last Minute Blues Podcast with Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, and former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. It is the Last Minute Blues Podcast live on 101 ESPN. That's about as far as I got. Hey, That's look. all you got? That was your script, yeah, right? Yeah, that was it, man. That's all I got. All right, take care, everybody. <laughs> Have a great Friday, folks. I, I wonder, as we're sitting in here looking at each other, doing this live on the radio with Mr. Ferrario, I, I just wonder if at any point somebody's going to go, maybe we should have thought about this before yeah, we did it. This, this is definitely one of those we fooled somebody into a gig, <laughs> right. and it's already regrettable. I thought a lot about it, and I think it's still a great idea. All right, well, good. <laughs> you know, it's very telling when, usually when you have a show that people are kind of unsure of, or, you know, there's a lot of people that just happen to be around as it starts, right? I think it's very telling that there's not a soul in the <laughs> right now. <Nope. laughs> I thought you had him. I thought you had him. No, I thought if you, you did. If you guys listen real, real softly, you might be able to hear Tommy and John turn the radio off right <laughs> Tommy now. just started his car. I think he's out of here. Uh, oh, he just texted me. He said, wrap it up, boys. <laughs> That's quick. Go to uh, national. You may want to explain why we're all here and what we're all doing and all that. I guess eventually. I don't know. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I think the, 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 uh, the idea for us being here is the start of NHL free agency. Yeah. Uh, obviously, things are... Um, uh, a bit worrisome when it comes to the Blues and 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 our own captain. Uh, so there's that. There's there's a lot going on around the league as as hockey fans. This is a really exciting day. I mean, it's an exciting slash nerve wracking day all at the all at the same time. That's where I was at. How if you had to put this on a percentage stage, guys? How exciting? How nerve wracking, Donnie? Well, I mean, exciting a 10 and nerve-wracking a 10. Absolutely yeah. so, man. I mean, this is not like, I mean, you know, it, it, this isn't just a free agent. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the one that's our guy. Right. And I want to not be pessimistic because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a glass-half-empty guy. But I want to believe that, that this makes a lot of sense for everything. So I'm, I'm just trying to stay positive. That's all. It, the the, the nerve-wracking thing for me, first of all, because the mic keeps moving, that's nerve-wracking. <laughs> but Channel 2 all morning has been running, you know, Petro, uh, you know, highlight reels and stuff with the thing underneath saying, hey, he's going to seek free agent. I'm like, no, yeah, no, he's already here. His stuff is here. You don't have to pack. You don't have to leave. You're here already. It's okay. Can Stick I ask, around. Can, can I we ask try? Potentially the dumbest question that I will ask Probably. on this hour program. Potentially, but well, James yeah, on it's, here. It's still early. But if, if the salary cap situation is not flat, if we're if if we have more, you know what I mean. If it was able to increase if because had, uh, if it hadn't been increased the way it was supposed to before to like eighty four, eighty five million, are we even having this this conversation about Petro, or is the deal already signed, done, and he he's in the fold? I think the deal is done. I do think that what people are getting sidetracked on here is I think a lot of people automatically go to why well, he wants a ton of money. You can't handicap the team. Quite honestly, guys, most of the discussion is around some of the terms, and the terms being a no-movement clause. Mm -hmm. Alex Petrangelo doesn't want to sign a seven- or eight-year deal with the Blues, seven-year deal now because they've lost that eight-year window, uh, but he doesn't want to sign a seven-year deal with the Blues and then get traded or get put in the expansion draft or bought out or any of these things. He wants to see it through. So a no-movement clause, quite honestly, guys, that's standard these days for yeah. a star in the NHL. Like Tavares, and you just name, go down the list of the top 20 contracts in the NHL, no movement clause. Well, and I don't yeah. mean to be a D-bag, but I mean, didn't uh, didn't um, 
Berglund have a no-trade clause, too? That no-trade is different than a no-movement. So no-trade clause means that, one, they can't trade you without asking you. There's a modified no-trade clause, which means you could have a 10- or 15-team list of either teams you don't want to go to or teams you would go to. And then finally, you have the no-movement clause, which means they can't do anything with you. They can't send you to the minors. They can't buy you out. They can't trade you. They can't, like, no-movement means no-movement. Okay, all right. Who was the... Like the initial guy that went, hey, you know what? I want this thing called a no trade clause. Like, who was that? I'll take credit for that. I, okay. <laughs> I didn't know it was opposite day today. Because there was six cool. being traded. <laughs> Needless to say, it kind of went the other way. They thought right, it was right. must trade me clause. Right, yeah, and yeah. I got dealt uh, eight oh, or nine times after that. Is that, that what the MTC stands for? Yes. Must trade clause. Must must trade clause. clause. Yeah. It's a must trade clause. Yes. But it gets that, the middle of the year. It's amazing to me that something, because it is a business, it is a job, it is a workplace that somebody can go, I'm so valu- valuable to you. That I'm going to shackle you when it comes to me. That's ridiculous to me. Yeah, I, I can't believe. Do you do you know off the top of your head who was the first person to do that? I honestly? don't know the first one. It, it started... was it maybe Bobby Bassin. Is that possible? No, no. no was... Jeff has this fascination with Bobby Bassin. Oh, come on, skate boys. He's wearing Bobby Bassin underwear too. Yeah. Free agent well, I now, have some. I'm not wearing it. Uh, I don't know who the first guy was. The no trade clause was the first one to kind of make its mark. And then I think in the last CBA, the 2004 lockout, which was awesome, by the way. Thank you for that. Yeah, NHL was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That year there, the no-movement clause kind of made its debut. Um, and here, text line's buzzing already, boys. 65780, the Air Comfort Service text line from the 314. Hey, no, no, you're wrong. It's eight years until 11 a.m., question mark. Well, no, it isn't, actually. Yeah, that's uh, What happens is when you own the player's rights, you have until midnight the night before free agency to capitalize upon the ability to sign them for eight years. Now that disappeared. So as of 12.01 last night, Eastern Standard Time, because it's different than here, Jeff. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Petro can only receive a seven-year deal now from the St. Louis Blues, which puts the Blues back in the pool with every other team now, as far as the advantage of an extra year and anything like that. So uh, seven years is the best we can do for Petro today, hopefully before noon Eastern time. So uh, when when a clock strikes, what, 11 here then, does his phone just, or not his, but his agent just go, Ape, you know what? Well, you know what? I, I Let me do it this way. I have been in this situation, not Petro's situation, trust me, becoming an unrestricted free agent. And yes, the phone starts buzzing. I told these guys yesterday when I signed with Detroit, it was like 30 minutes into free Why agency. And, that up? and I had a deal. Name drop. Which No, but <laughs> trust me, it was insane because I'm like, what the heck? Don't they have better things to do? I was right. up at the lake in Canada. They could barely get a hold of me. And I was like, what? I didn't expect to be signed. Like, it's a prank call. Jamie, the, <laughs> Jamie the Red Wings are on the phone with you. Yeah, whatever. Is this like, Ken Holland or Brent Hall? Guy. <laughs> I'm a next month guy. I'm not a first day guy. I'm a next month guy. But the fact is that, yeah. We'll, and you know what? Actually, guys. I got an agent coming on at 10.15 today. Uh, my former agent, Matt Cater, former Blues scout. He has Zidane Chara. He has a bunch of guys that he represents. And so that's a great question for Matt when he comes on. He'll be coming on at 10.15. And so if you have any questions, 65780, the Air Comfort Service text line. If you have questions for us, questions for the agent, Matt Cater, that's coming on, send them in. We'll get to him. I promise you that. Absolutely. By, by the way, any Shore... First player to uh, have a no trade clause in the NHL. Yeah, that's because he physically threatened the owner, probably. Eddie Shore's one of the meanest men to ever walk the earth. Why not put a no trade clause on that one then? Eddie Shore, yeah. So, here, to put a bow on this, guys, just to bring everybody up to speed on where Alex Petrangelo is right now. Um, As of last night, there had been no movement. He's hoping to receive an offer today, a written offer, which means 
that it's real. You know, you can bounce ideas back and forth on the phone, here, there, that, the other, to get a written offer with all of the stipulations, all of the wants and needs of the team, the player, all that. We'll see how that works out. But as of right now, they have no deal in place. And from what I understand, from what I know for a fact, is that unless something crazy happens, Alex Petrangelo is going to hit free agency. And even though he'll receive offers, I believe he's going to take the weekend to sit and think and really evaluate. So, which, by the way, guys, it's a great move because it takes the emotion out of it, right? Like you get a great offer at 1203. And if you jump on that just because you're excited, and you know, Alex Petrangelo and Alex and I and BK talked about it yesterday. He's never been in this situation. Right, he's never yeah. been cut. It's good to be Alex Petrangelo right now. It is, but yeah. it's, it's strange, Jeff. Think about it. He's never been cut, never been traded, never been waived. So all he knows is everybody's always wanted me. Yeah. So then to feel like maybe somebody doesn't, that can mess with your mind a little bit. So he's going through a tough time probably emotionally. So I think taking the weekend would be good to make sure you're I guess making the right decision. Sure. It, it, after, since this has been laid out for so long, and we knew this was coming, or at least a part of this was coming, does both sides really know what the other one wants and is willing to give at this point? Like, like my example here is the Blues are saying, "Hey, go test free agency. That's fine." But it, is it a an understanding of, "Hey, we just want to see what other people are going to offer, but let us match it oh, first no, or no, not?" No, okay, I didn't we're think not so. in the business of being so able I didn't to match. think so, but I was just making sure for the casual fan. That, you know what I'm saying? So I let didn't me think put so. it in into other terms, right? Okay. So it'd be like you're about to get married. Okay, like your wedding is two days from now, uh-huh. and your wife tells you, "You know what? Go out." And be with anybody you want to be, uh-huh. and then we'll see if you still want to come and get married. It's just a bad idea. Yeah, that's okay? a trap. That's it's a, a trap. Tra- it's a trap, first yeah. of all. It's just a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. But no, you, they they definitely know up front the guidelines of what they'll be looking for, and uh, it's no secret at this point. They're either going to bend a little bit, or it's just the deal's going to break. So I just color me not understanding. Uh, we're going to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line right now. We're joined by I call him a hockey genius for many reasons, um, <laughs> but he's a current NHL agent. Matt Cater joins us today. Matt, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Jamie. I uh, I always thought you'd have a, a voice for broadcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but definitely. But definitely a face for radio. Yeah. TV. Oh, is this my dad on the phone? That's, that's my dad every single time. It's my dad, actually. My Matt, Matt's his name, I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt. Matt. Matt, I hear during the break that you were Jamie's agent. Is that right? Well, it, it was kind of like uh, no one else wanted him. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. I, had, uh, I, I, had been, I had been a scout for the St. Louis Blues from 89 to 97, so I was on that staff uh Ron Caron hired me years ago, um, and so I was on that staff, and we had drafted Jamie. Uh, fortunately, I did not see Jamie that year, so I couldn't take credit for that. Right. You know, I might, it might have gotten me fired. Right. <laughs> no, I was, I was going to say you were his agent back in the day. How are things in the food industry now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Jamie and I, we had, we had a lot of help, you, help me help you moments, like Jerry Maguire, you know, right? And they're like, go to him. Jamie, help me help you. <laughs> That's funny. I've said that twice to him since we started this show. That's weird. Yeah. Like, let's pull it. Like, like, Jamie, let's pull this thing together here. Let's go. <laughs> but I had, uh, he, Jamie Rivers is one of my favorite favorite clients. Uh, the, the everything's it's, oh, There's always something going on with the rib. So uh, we, had a, we had a fun time together. It was great. 
Yeah, it was. And I'll tell you what, just to bring you guys behind the curtain a little bit, Matt Matt is one of those guys that is so great with his players. Some agents, like I went through it, they just stop answering the phone. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not a top million-dollar player, like they just stop answering the phone. And we're the guys at that point that need to help the most, right? And so Matt was incredible with that. He helped me so much, so many conversations that I'm sure – he didn't want to have or that he thought, you know, he's going to baby me or walk me through it. You're saying he carried bail money is what you're saying. <laughs> that, that was too. my next line. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt was a part of one of the best decisions I've ever made in hockey, apart from going to you, Matt. So don't get a big head right now. OK, but one of the best decisions I ever made, we had two offers on the table. Uh, and they were both one year deals to go to either Arizona or Phoenix at the time or the Detroit Red Wings. And of course, I'm looking at it going, well, Phoenix sucks. I need to go to Phoenix. Like, that's where I'm going to play a lot. And Matt no, just... no, you wanted to go to Phoenix because the weather was nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that too. Maybe get work on my suntan. That's a good point by you. But Matt did kind of knock me back into place and said, hey, no, listen, you have to look at this from a, a real good standpoint. Ken Holland doesn't like young players. He likes veteran guys. He likes guys who can provide something. I think you'll get a chance quicker in Detroit and something that's more substantial there than you will in Phoenix. Because, because they are in, they're in a win-now situation, whereas Phoenix was going to play their young kids. So uh, you have to kind of look at where, they, where an organization is in, in their transition. So that's what we were looking at. And also at. Detroit's press box was really nice. No, really nice not. accommodations for you. <laughs> no. No. Shut up, Jeff. This, this is kind of a question for both of you gentlemen. How Obviously, th- this relationship between the player and the agent, there has to be so much trust. You know, like a, a, really a family member. How do you go about uh, building that trust so where, you know, Jamie is legitimately, you know, has his, his, his monetary future so, sort of in your hands? How does... So how does that come together? Yeah, so, so, so here's the deal. It's like when you, when you hire an agent or a real estate, let's say it's a real estate agent or insurance agent or, or anybody, you know, you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes because Jamie hires me. He doesn't see what I do day to day. Okay. He doesn't know exactly. So you have to trust that the person's working on your behalf. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that, that comes to it. What I try to do is return every phone call, return every text. Jamie will tell you if you call me, I'll call you. I'll call you back. The moment the moment I have a chance, I'll call you back. Because nothing infuriates me more than when I get phone calls from uh, players looking for an agent. And I go, "Why are you leaving your agent?" He goes, "Because he never calls me back." So you know, I I I just anyway, just drives me crazy. But I I get a lot of nice referrals uh, from people because I return phone calls and texts. I think that's how you build communication is what builds trust. And speaking of text from the Air Comfort Service text line, somebody's wanting to know if today, if Jamie Rivers will get any <laughs> offers today. Well, you know what? The cap is flattened now at 81 and a half. And um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, uh, you know, Toronto's up against the cap. So right. There's been some talk about a return to Ontario. So now, <laughs> California Golden Seals have some money to spend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, actually, they need a new social director. (laughs) (laughs) He is your man. And bring the bail money. All right, we're talking to Matt Cater here, player agent, uh, NHL player agent at that. So, Matt, obviously, look, the hot topic here in St. Louis is Alex Petrangelo. I'm not going to paint you into a corner for your opinion on that situation, but we want to dive a little bit into, like, what happens now? At at 12.01 Eastern time, the guys in here were wondering, like, does your phone start ringing? Like, how does it work? Emails, texts, the players? I mean, you must oh, just I, be overwhelmed. Yeah, no, I, I've already 
I've already been on the phone all, all morning. Uh, one of my clients, uh, St. Louis native Paul Stastny, got traded to Winnipeg. Um, so obviously Vegas is clearing cap space, and I don't think they're making that move, you know, to sign Jamie Rivers. <laughs> I think they're making that move, you know, probably in, to move to get a top free agent, you know, a defenseman from what I hear. So I don't, I don't know exactly if it's Peter Angelo or what, but, you know, they're obviously clearing, clearing cap space. Um, but my day basically is talking to my clients and, you know, I've got uh, my free agent list, guys who are, you know, looking for a, uh, you know, looking for a deal, um, you know, to keep playing, which is a little bit harder in this COVID environment with a flat cap. Um, but I'm also keeping an eye on the trade market where, you know, where guys in the off season can get moved. I had Ryan Donato traded uh, last, uh, earlier this week. Um, I had uh, obviously Paul today and there's one or two, a couple of other guys too. So, you're juggling talking to your clients. You're juggling media because the media calls. And uh, man, that kid Strickland, he is a dog. He's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I hope he's listening because I'd give him more scoops if he would just bring me out his podcast. You know? <laughs> but, but I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not. You can send him a tape of this, uh, but I'm not quite high enough for his podcast yet. But, uh, um, but anyway, you know, so you're dealing with media. You're, you know, you just kind of you know, seeing how the day goes and eventually if you get a contract done then you've got to process the contract. So there's a lot going on. And, and, you know, I said this to general managers this week and, and the NHLPA guys, uh, you know, we're trying to fit six weeks of the off season into like 10 days here. I mean, one, in one week we're doing draft qualifying offers, arbitration filings, UFA. So, you know, we've got obviously a lot, but that's the COVID culture that we're dealing with. And, you know, we're all we're all just trying to yeah, trying to get through this. And so, the, the teams are trying to manage that eighty-one and a half million dollar cap because they've all been basically preparing for um, you know an eighty-six or eighty-seven million dollar cap. So, so uh, Matt, when when your player is traded, or if do you find that out first, or does the player find that out first? Do you co- you know call um, Paul? Or it, how it's does a that mix. Work? It, it, it's a mix. You know. It's a mix. You know, normally we, we know something's up. And, okay. Yeah, the media is so far. The social media has changed everything. You know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a totally different animal now. You know, like, you know, it used to be that, uh, who was our guy? Dave Lunkin. Remember Dave? Yeah, Dave Lunkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. You know, Dave would be relaxed. And he goes, yeah, I just got to file a story by 9 o'clock at night. Well, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like you got to know minute by minute. Right. Like, you, you need an update minute by minute. So, um, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's different, you know, and I, I, I think with a social media, it informs people. It can be good and it can be bad also. So, um, uh, but anyway, it's a, it's a busy day and, you know, looking forward to it. So, Matt, if you have a player like Alex Petrangelo, just like that, because you've had Zidane Chara, you still have Zidane Chara. I mean, you have big names, Paul Stasny certainly, but in Alex Petrangelo's case for our listeners here, what is, what is the, the chronological order of the way things should work? Teams start sending their offers, the current team? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think you have an idea of who might be calling, but you don't know, right? And in tw- 33 minutes, um, you know, phone will ring and the team will say, okay, he's a free agent, let's talk. And, you know, uh, I've, I've obviously been doing this for 30-plus years is 
including scouting. So I, you know, I know the drill and, and it's, you know, you have to be flexible. You have to listen and you don't want to rush a decision, but you also have to be cognizant of the marketplace and what your options are before making a decision. You know, if you're at the top of the marketplace, people are going to wait for you. If you're in the middle of the marketplace, you might have to make a decision, you know, sooner than later. So, um, you know, it really, it really depends on the player. It depends on the marketplace. Like for instance, you know, goalie, goalie market's very tight. So, um, you know, this year, so people might have to make in the starting goalies might have to make decisions sooner than later. Uh, if you get an offer and go from there. So, um, it, it really, it really varies situation player by player and also position in terms of the marketplace. Cause you know, Jamie, it's supply and demand. So he's Matt Cater. Yeah. He's NHL agent to all the superstars, including the retired <laughs> ones, uh, giving us a little bit of behind the scenes, what's going on today, Matt, buddy, I know you're going to have a crazy day and, uh, we really appreciate you jumping on, uh, never mind Andy Strickland. I'll have you on the show anytime, buddy. We'll, we'll certainly talk about well, some stuff. I, I'd like to, I'd like to have an entire segment based off of the ribs stories. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Last minute blues podcast. Yeah, Let's get them on there. That's actually, you know what? That'll be for our podcast version and we'd absolutely be happy to do it for you. That'd absolutely. be awesome. Um, all right. Sounds good guys. We'll all right, brother. Back. Good luck, man. Thanks dude. Boy, All right, a, that's a busy man today. Matt Cater, what do you think, boys? How does how does somebody get into the business of being an agent? Is that's it, a great is, question. Yeah, is it is it a is it a law degree? Is it a what? what you don't what? even need to be a lawyer. I almost did it. I've been asked yeah. several times. I remember Chris McAlpine, who's a former yeah. Blues defenseman. He he's an agent. A lot of a lot of former players become agents, right? Guys do, and it's usually guys that have a good social network, right? And so I've I've been asked by Newport Sports, the guys who represent Alex Petrangelo. Right. They asked me about it. Matt Cater asked me about it. There's other agencies too that have jumped on and said, hey. Hey, what do you think about maybe being an agent? And it's just because I played for so many teams, know so many guys in the game, and you know, just it's one of those things. It's really time consuming. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're breaking in too, like they don't just hand you Alex Petrangelo and go, Hey, this is your guy. Hey, new guy, come over here. No. You get Alex Petrangelo. You get little Timmy Johnson who's playing peewee hockey up in uh, Etobicoke, Ontario. He's right. your guy now. And now you try to carry that through all the way to where he's finally being drafted in the NHL. So it, it's a long road. Well, and like you said, a former player uh, getting into coaching, uh, you know, you, you realize how much time is, how time consuming that is as well. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's why not everybody does it. I just cannot imagine that Matt talks to his family today. Or yesterday, or probably <laughs> yeah. tomorrow, or the yeah, day after. Right. Yeah. You got to just think that it is just a constant run of text messages, of phone calls, of emails that you're that you're All just going, money. going, going. I, and I think too, the thing to me that I find to be so amazing about it, and you guys kind of hit on it, is you know not only is he thinking about Chara, he's thinking about the thirty other guys that he has, and has to make sure that he is paying equal amount of attention to guy thirty as he is to guy number one. It's it's. I could not do that. I'm no, not. Smart I couldn't enough. do. No it way. Way. I can't do Excel spreadsheets either. So I, I can't do that. <laughs> okay. Well, no I'll way. tell you what, guys. Uh, to Matt's point on that one, he was amazing. Returns all phone calls, texts. Like if I call him and he misses my call, ten minutes later he's calling me back. It's yeah. crazy to me to think that a player agent would not call their player back. Yeah. Like that. That would be just sort of a, a kind of a thing that happens. That's just amazing get, to it me. It becomes big time stuff, and it happens all over the place. And that's why you see the good guys in the business, like Matt Cater. That's why you see them get guys for their second or third contract. And guess what, guys? 
it's usually your biggest ones. Mm, the if you've got three, the yeah. good players, it's usually the second and the third contract are the money makers. So my contract's up in February. You think he could, uh, you know, do a little magic? He might be able to. You I got to. Hey, got he did magic for me. Anything can happen, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> he got him more than one contract for Christ's sake. It is the live version of the Last Minute Blues podcast on 101 ESPN. Donnie Fandango, Jeff Burton from 1057 The Point, uh, and. Jamie Rivers, and Alex Ferrario. This is their radio station, so you probably yeah. know them more so than us. We visiting. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're visitors. We gave you guys a one-day visa to right. cross the border there. Hey, man, we appreciate it. It's nice. And from experience, from it's not easy to get, right, Jamie? <laughs> Strips are just difficult. <laughs> Although Jeff volunteered. It was kind of weird. Not going to lie. I didn't know you had breakaway pants on a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if anybody's going to find those, it's going to be him. Yeah, they they're know nice, about man. They're, they're real. They are very, very uh, nice. Oh, guys. Uh, All right, so... To bring you guys up to speed here, two things that are relevant to the St. Louis Blues. We just had uh, Matt Cater on, by the way, who's an NHL agent, and we'll be able to catch this later on in podcast version, right, Donnie? Yeah, yeah. You can go to uh, the the ESPN website. Uh, you can also download the Last Minute Blues podcast at any, uh, you know, it, iTunes, Spotify, the whole thing, and you can f- uh, listen to this hour. We are going to repurpose it and post it up for there for you a little bit later on today. All right, thank you. And what Matt gave us information on is he represents. Paul Stasny, who's a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, wait. No, he's not anymore. He's been traded from the Vegas Golden Knights to the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for defenseman Carl Dahlstrom and a fourth-round pick. Dahlstrom will not play on that roster, so it's a clear salary dump of $6.5 million. I, I don't under... Please explain to me why there is even a thought or rumors that Patrick Laine could be out in Winnipeg. Why would Winnipeg ever want to trade that guy? He's a machine. There, okay, so here's the thing. He's a 40-goal scorer. Right. But he is... A diva. Okay. He complains about pl- not playing Everything. on the top line. He doesn't have a center. He doesn't have a winger. He doesn't have a power play. Last he doesn't year, have the right stick. Is, is he right or is he wrong? He shoots right-handed. Okay. <laughs> Last year he told Winnipeg at the season in training camp, he said, I'm, he said, I only play with Mark Shifley. Oh, boy. And they're like, uh, no, you don't. Blake Wheeler plays with Mark Shifley. No, I only play with Mark Shifley. Because didn't he hold out for a little bit? He kind of did. It was weird. Listen, at the end of the day, guys, here it is. He's 22 years old. Imagine that. He's still only 22. Wow. He's a 40-goal scorer. He's a, I mean, he's a stud as far as offensively. But he's 22 years old. You don't go call in your shot yet. But you also, as a Winnipeg Jets, you don't go giving up on him right. sure. yet. Yeah. Like, this could be a 50-goal, 60-goal guy in this world. I mean, I we were not world-class 40-goal scorers at 22. But at 22, you say and do some dumb things. Is this enough talent to where we go, okay, we're going to look, look past this, and he's just a 22-year-old dumb kid diva? Yeah, I think you do. And I think that what happens is you put his name out there, right? And you scare him. And you shake the trees, and you act like, okay. And you tell the agent, listen, we're putting him out there because we can't stand the headache anymore. And the agent goes, hey, Patrick, uh, you may want to just tone it down a little bit here. Because Why you don't... isn't his agent already saying that? Well, he is, but sometimes you got to hear from somebody else. It's like if your dad tells you something, right? And you're like, oh, okay, dad, whatever. And then somebody else says it to you. You're like, okay, whoa. Maybe right. I should, uh, it sinks yeah. in a little bit more. Yeah, it sinks in a little bit. So If you're the organization, though, aren't you taking a chance of Line a saying, okay, good, get rid of me? Yeah, but if the case is a win-win, you're not, it's not like you're not going to be able to get rid of Patrick Line. But is it a win-win if you're Winnipeg and you get rid of them? You well, get a lot in return. Get a lot in, in yeah. return. You know, you yeah. get a lot in return. And at that point, too, they listen. They have 
player control. He's 22 years old. He's under uh, team control until mm-hmm. he's like 27, I think. So, so how does it's this, a long road ahead. How does the Stastny going back there change this situation? Well, now he'll have what he deems to be a number one center, right? Even though Paul Stastny's probably a number two center in the NHL at this point, depending on what team he's on, uh, he's a playmaker. He's a really, really smart hockey player, great on faceoffs, great defensively, which Line A's not. And he's a distributor out there. And what does Line A need? Somebody to get him the puck. And mm-hmm. Paul Stasny will do that. So hopefully that cures the um, the the little pouty lip on Patrick Line. Uh, but the big picture guys in all this, quite honestly, Vegas moved $6.5 million from their cap. Okay. And the rumor mill, as we know, everybody has Twitter or Facebook or you name it, whatever. All arrows right now are saying, suggesting that they could be in the market for Alex Petrangelo and they're clearing cap space. Guys, I hate to say this. Vegas wins the cup last year if they have Alex Petrangelo. I'm almost positive. Mm -hmm. They had Shea Theodore. um, They had Martinez on defense. They have some really good players, left-handed shots. They did not have, they never have actually had a number one defenseman for that team. And now with Mark Stone, with... Uh, all the guys that they've got up front, Marcia, so uh, who else, Alex? They've got a bunch of studs who, now Vegas? up front. Yeah. Mark Stone, Pacioretty, Marcia, so I mean, you got a fourth line that's possibly just like what the Blues had with with uh, Reeves and William Carrier, former Blue, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and if you're keeping track of the salary cap on Vegas' side, guys, they cut Stastny, they opened up $9.5 million, and they're still trying, away, trying to trade away Marc-Andre Fleury, which is going to open up another seven. Yeah, They could easily get Petrangelo with whatever they want to throw at him, and it not even hurt them. So that's the Petro watch right now, I would say. Um, you can't forget about the Toronto Maple Leafs because I think they're in the mode right now. Kyle Dubas <laughs> up there is trying to save his job. Right. And what they've needed for the last four to five years, maybe actually maybe decade, is a number one defense. Yeah, man, but we've been talking about this. We've been talking about Toronto and, and Petro for a year now, and almost every time that, I, that, I've, that I've mentioned it to you, you give me that little snide look and go, Salary cap, salary cap, yeah, and, and it's a big thing. So, how much would they? I mean, they're going. They would have to move a sizable amount from that cap to to make petrol work, right? And They'd is that possible? William Nylander to, to okay. say it simply, they're screwed unless <laughs> they do something. That's right. a hot take, right there. Like they that are, is, that's right stuff. now. They got five million dollars of cap space available, but if they, they still have Nylander a couple people. and they yeah. were willing to just say, you know what. We have to mentally think that we're moving Nylander for Petrangelo, which is a deal we'd make every day of the week, except we're going to move Nylander for draft choices. No player in return. Mm-hmm. You're getting rid of that nine and a half. 6.9 mil is what okay, he's making. On the books. Now you've got room for an Alex Petrangelo. That's the way sometimes you have to look at it is it's not always directly A for B. Sometimes it's A for C to get B. If right. that makes sense. Absolutely so. Yeah, well, Jeff struggles with the alphabet. So uh, yeah. we got a dry erase board <laughs> in here. You. We'll, we'll get it up. And, and I mean, this would set the stage. If they signed Alex, this would set the stage for Vegas to be real good oh, for, for a, a long time. Right well, now, they just be, signed Laner to a five-year deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right He's now, a, Colorado's the favorite. I think right now in Vegas, they're like plus 200. When, that's ironic. Vegas, Colorado's the favorite. But yeah, you get Petrangelo, mm-hmm. Vegas becomes the I think the that moves the line in, favorite. in a oh, different direction for sure. They're, they're the obvious favorite, much like Tampa has been the last couple of years with Petro. Is is there any talk at all of Edmonton looking at Petrangelo? Because I think it's this radio station that I've been hearing a lot of. They're wasting the career of one of the best hockey yeah. players ever to come along. They are, but the struggle they have there is 
getting people to play there and Everything. want to play in Edmonton <laughs> is unless they're forced to go play in a bubble in Edmonton. Uh, <laughs> most, going there. <laughs> most people aren't lining up to go there. Now, Ken Holland and Dave Tippett are doing an incredible job of turning that franchise around. I love Ken Holland, by the way. Unbelievable general manager, unbelievable mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, you've said that before. So yeah, that ain't awesome guy. Uh, but that still doesn't take away the fact that he's in Edmonton. Okay, and but so but, that's going to be difficult. But yeah. do you think a little winning would help that man? I mean, I know to just throw a football reference here. Nobody is jonesing to play in Buffalo for goodness sakes. Yeah. But, oh. but they've they, they <laughs> oh, sorry, put together man. a good atmosphere and and a and a good you know situation. Now players want to play there. So does that kind of? But it's still Edmonton, I guess. Yeah, and there's lots of things to take in consideration. There's a tax bracket, fifty four percent in Alberta, which means if you sign. <laughs> Yeah, for a million bucks, you know, you're you're not even you're starting at four hundred and fifty thousand right away. That's wow. that's before anything's said and done. Housing's more expensive, everything's more expensive, the cost of living. So you have to take these things into consideration. And when you're a guy like Alex Petrangelo and this is going to be your home run contract, right. yeah. you don't want it to be a double. Well, let's be honest right. here. Edmonton is more than just a Alex Petrangelo away from being sure. a stand. They gotta get a guy who can stop the puck. They gotta get more than McDavid and Dreisidel, so I don't know if that's a yeah. destination that he would even want to play in. Speaking of guys to stop the puck, um, Henrik Lundqvist is a guy that we kind of talked about a little bit, maybe discount uh, yep. deal, uh-huh. St. Louis Blues possibly. Well, that's gone. That's said and done. Donnie, I know you've got an update for us on the king himself, Henrik yeah, Lundqvist. He, he has signed with the Washington Capitals. Oof. So I would assume then that he'll be the backup in 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 Washington. I think he'll be the starter. I think, he'll be, I think it's going to be one A one B splitting the starts with a young Russian goaltender they got. And what a team they've mm-hmm. got there too. I I think it's very interesting that I heard you say yesterday that a lot of teams are going to go three goalie system this coming season. I see it happening for two reasons. One, uh, Alex brought up a great, and so did BK on uh, Ribs and BK show. They they brought up the fact that. Uh, the expanded roster could be there, much like Major League Baseball this year. The expanded roster could right. be there, yeah. and also that with so many games crammed into a season, that could be instead of it being a year-long season, it could be sandwiched into two or three months. And so they're going to need that third goalie. And you know the Blues are in an interesting situation here. They've got Jordan Bennington and Vili Husso. I don't know who they've got for a third goalie. A couple things, guys, that I want to I want to bring up just that as, as I'm reading as the show goes on. Uh, it looks like the Tampa Bay Lightning did offer, uh, make an offer to Kevin Shattenkirk last night for three years. Uh, he, from what everyone understands, is going to uh, test the market. And also in the same tweet from Joe Smith, he also says that there's a good chance that Pat Maroon uh, and Shen would return to Tampa Bay. So those things. I just want to see Pat. I I want to see Pat Maroon without a shirt more often. That sounds weird, wow. but like I want to see that dude celebrating a Stanley Cup with a beer belly, making me think. You know what? I'm not that far off from being an athlete. He gives Even us all I am. Right? right? Yes. Yes. Like the other day, I stood in front of the mirror and uh, I put on a hat like he had the weekend at Bernie's. Look, I looked at myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm not that far. You know, off. we we, off. we do hear ribs in studio all the time, looking in the mirror, going, "I'm the big rig," and I'm not back to back. I'm not back to back. I think the more important. I'm lying on my back. <laughs> I think the more important question here is: Is it actually really true that in your heyday and today you could outdrink oh. Pat Maroon? Oh, there's no doubt. There's no no look and the Jeff, face, the look Jeff, on the face. He is gave us a look. Seri- oh, I heard. He gave it us the look yesterday. Like you tell him, I'm going to fight you, and like he's going to murder you. <laughs> yeah. Like we said, he BK asked the question: Do you think in your heyday you could, or Pat could outdrink you? Ribs immediately, no. But, I'm like, in my prime? No. This dude drank with Brett Hall? Well, that's what I'm saying is because when you asked him that question, he went, no. 
I mean, it was immediate. Jeff was, was there for a lot of it. Are you kidding me? I have the paperwork from the police to show. <laughs> Jeff was there for a lot of it. Yeah, absolutely, Am I man. Wrong? No, and, and, absolutely not. And you did it correct, by the way. And I don't want to bring the room down, but you did it correct because you were not driving. That's right. We had we, Clyde, the limo guy. Yeah, Clyde, the limo guy. He was awesome. And then too. you follow it up by, yeah, I could still out drink him. <laughs> and I agree on that 100 percent too. Hey, guys, I don't want to. Uh, I don't. I don't want to bring the room down. No, uh, go ahead, uh, please. But, but I, I, I do want to talk about this before we get done today, just because I'm curious as a fan. So let's say that you know that, that Petro doesn't sign here. He goes to Vegas or goes wherever else. Then there is money available. I guess, which is a good thing. But then there is this glaring, gaping hole in the lineup. If Petro goes somewhere else, where where are the Blues going? I would. I mean, it's got to be a, a D man, right? I mean, well, they're not going to go get one. If that's a question, they're not going yeah. to go sign one. There's no way. They one, they have riches on D. They don't have riches of Alex Petrangelo's on D. Okay, but they have riches of defensemen in their system and. I guess what I'm tired of hearing, no guys, honestly, I'm tired of hearing that Colton Pareko is going to step up and be number one. Couple things: one, don't put that, don't put that pressure on him. Mm-hmm. Don't do yeah. not put that pressure on Colton Pareko. You know he's not Alex Petrangelo. He's a mutant out there. Don't get me wrong; he's one of the fastest skaters in the NHL. He's six foot five, six foot six. Ivan Drago look alike. I mean, this guy is just. <laughs> I a, would break you. Uh, yep. He will right. He's a machine. But he's not Alex Petrangelo, so let's just get away from that. So you could say, you know what, Pareko moves up in the rotation and he becomes part of your top pairing. Do not say he's replacing Petrangelo. Justin Falk, he's got to move up the rotation too. He's going to end up in your top four. So now we're going to find out. Listen, you feel like he didn't have a spot last year, Justin Falk. You have a very clear spot this year. We need you. We can't have last year's performance. We need you the way you played in Carolina. And so we'll see what happens there. They have some young guys. Mikola is on a one-way contract, left-handed shot fan. defenseman. I'm a fan of that guy. Big guy. We'll see. He had a little trouble keeping up with the play last year, not physically, but mentally. Things were going really fast. Uh, he can adjust. Obviously, he's a great hockey player. Mm-hmm. Perunovic, the young guy who's much like a Vince Dunn type guy, very agile, mobile, moves the puck really well. So the bottom line is they have riches on D. But they're losing the number one free agent available in the NHL. Yeah. So they're not replacing it. They're going to try to, by committee, you know, plug the holes. Scandella, tell me, tell me what your thoughts on him because personally, I'm a fan of him. I love the the follow on Instagram and all that stuff. And I think he's a pretty decent player, and he seemed to fit in pretty well. Where would he be if Petrangelo doesn't come back? Well, I could see them um, moving him up to the top two with Pareko, taking that pair and moving him up and saying, hey, this is now your job. He has the ability. We've had a very small sample size. How right? old of a guy is he? Uh, I think he's, he's 30, I think. 30, oh, 31. Oh, I didn't know he's that old. Somewhere okay. in there. Yeah. Oh, that old, eh, Jeff? Yeah. Well, right. Really old. Wow. I feel good down. But <laughs> what no, happened? I blacked out. He, small sample size. He fit in so amazing yeah. at the time. We'll see how that carries over. Now he's got a big contract, guys. He's got, what, a four years, $12 yeah. million? Mm-hmm. It's a big contract sitting there. And now, so the expectations change. You go from, hey, this is a great guy who joined the team, to the expectations now are you're a $12 million player and you're on our top pair. And, Show me something. And the problem is people are going to be comparing Pareko to Petrangelo, Scandella and, to Bomeister, and that's going to be the biggest issue next year. Why are you okay with putting that pressure on Scandella but not Pareko? Well, I'm not really okay with it, but what are my options? Right? Otherwise, yeah. your option is Carl Gunnarsson, 
playing with Colton Pareko, and Gunny's a great guy, but he's an accent piece. Mm. Guys, we can talk about pressure being on Pareko all day, but if Petro is not here, Folk is oh, yeah. the absolute focal point for every single Blues he's fan. The focal every point. The focal God bless point. you, Donnie. Did I didn't say even focal hashtag focal. focal point. I'm getting your t-shirts made. Yeah. If you would have said he's the focal point, that that's what he said. Awesome. That no. would have been a thing. Yeah, that right, been but a I didn't do it on purpose. See, well, that's the never thing. Never ever say you didn't do it on purpose. But when they listen to the podcast after Donnie, it's going to be focal point. <laughs> All right, to recap a couple things here, uh, we're still waiting on Alex Petrangelo news. Hopefully he stays in a blue note, but we'll find out sooner than later. Pressure is going to be on Justin Falk and Colton Pareko to pick up the slack if he's not here. Air Comfort Service text line, we didn't get to this one, 636. With Columbus freeing up quite a bit, what's the possibility of Petrangelo ending up there? Zero. Um, he, <laughs> wants to go zero. To, he wants to go to a contender. He wants to win now. He does have connection to Yarmo Kekalainen and Brad Shaw, so I shouldn't say zero. We'll go with 0.5% on that one there. <laughs> uh, apart from that, guys, thank you. Thank this you. Awesome. Thank this you. Good time. Make sure again, Donnie, tell everybody where they can find this. Listen, Last Minute Blues Podcast is everywhere you find your podcast. Spotify, uh, iTunes, everywhere. Give us a listen. Share with your friends. Listen, we have a good time doing what we do. We do not take what we do too seriously. No, this we, is two f- hockey fans, fans talking to a former Blues player. That, that's NHL right. player. So it's, it's a great time. So if you like what we do, uh, make sure you share with your friends. But we really appreciate the opportunity of being here with you guys today. Yeah. And advertising still available. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's there. Yeah. You know, the economy's coming money, back, Alex. they tell me. Right. So, uh, I'm up for anything, guys. Good Sorry. seats still available, as they say, right? <laughs> All right. A huge thank you to Jeff Burton from The Riz Show, Donnie Fandango, radio legend. You can hear him on all three stations. Dude's on three today. stations today. Yeah, Simultaneously. Yeah. He's on two right now. Guy's a magician. Big thanks to DJ Dirty Elbows, Alex Fernario behind the board. <laughs> Let's hope we get a good gold blues today. Something positive. Yep. Take care, everybody. The Last Minute Blues Podcast. Hear more at 1057thepoint.com.